Hello, residents of Meeple Town. This is Dean. Johnny Real Estate. And hey, hey. We're going to be talking about some games we've been playing lately, several games. Then we're going to be doing a review of Origins First Builders. So thanks for joining us for episode 96. Residents of Meeple Town, if you were here right now, you would see Dean. And Dean is on his knees. He's got his hands put together. He's begging me. He's begging me to buy or sell his house because I'm the most amazing real estate agent there is. Is this a commercial today? <laughs> is that? I thought we were going to talk if about games. The, if you're in the Middle Tennessee area. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nashville or Murfreesboro, Smyrna. I mean, you know, Laverne. How about it? This is Come what hit me up. Hit me this up. is what our podcast has become, by the way. So get ready to I, lose a lot of listeners. <laughs> I knew that if I opened up with that, you'd be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but then you would be like, "Never mind, that's John. That's this is he does nonsense." <laughs> sales. It's, it's, it's sales why we're pitch. called. It's why we're called sensible board game nonsense. Except we're actually switching over. We're going to be talking about real estate. Uh, it's going to be a real estate podcast now. No, yeah, no more now that games. I have a real estate license, that's the way it is. Hey, I've got it, man. I'm done. How about that? You did I'm it. ready to go. You're there. It. Yeah, I'm excited. How about that? Uh, over under, okay. Over under yeah. five people listening to this podcast that will eventually buy or sell a house from you. Wow. I mean, I would love to say over, but... <laughs> <laughs> but oh i mean here's the thing we have listeners from all over and i'm in central you know middle tennessee we are so what are the odds okay that well that, uh, how many I listeners mean, do we have in california and new york because that's true because they're coming here everyone's coming to tennessee everyone's right. coming to tennessee in in the united states anyway it seems that you're way. right they are so yeah hey yeah. So I don't know though. That would be a, that's a great question. Um, I guess it depends on how long we do Meeple town, maybe, you know, I, one I mean, more if it week, lasts for the I'm next guessing. 10 years, then yeah, probably over. If it <laughs> lasts for, you know, another year, I'd, I'd take the under on that. I think I'd say five, let's say five years. All right. In the next five years, over under five. Over under one person at the end of this podcast reaches out and says, hey, I, I'm looking to buy or sell or maybe I'm getting an investment property or I have a friend. Do you mind if I give him your name? There we go. So, so one, you, I'm asking saying, you, I'm asking you, Dean, oh, if I you thought you were this, saying one. No, if, no, I'm saying I'm giving you the over under one or under. So basically I'm, I'm, I'm asking you, Dean and I are about to talk about board games, but we love these over under and these weird games that we do about random nonsense over under Dean that at the end of this podcast, one person will say something about it. You take the one, or are you going to say absolutely nobody? And then we'll, when we get back, if we can remember, we can say you got it right or wrong. That Meeple town controls this right now. Hmm. So if they want you to win, they'll be like, mm, I'm not telling anybody. I'm going to say over. I'll, I'll say you that think, you have you think one, one person, person will say yeah. something about like potentially being interested or something. Yeah. I just don't okay. want you to be grumpy John during this episode. I want you to <laughs> something to make you happy. <laughs> A little hope to hold on to. Oh, Hey, <laughs> Dean, uh, we're recording this a little bit, uh, long distance. Cause Dean has a, a sick child. Dean? <laughs> can't stay healthy. 
in our house. It's what? it's just a little something. It's probably going to be gone after today, I'm guessing. But but it means that I had to be home doing this doing this over the the interwebs, like you say. The cool thing is, is Dean and I can look at each other and stare into each other's eyes. Dean's when we some... talk about games, I don't have to look at your face anymore. I can look at the games on BGG. That's pretty nice, huh? Which is uh, that's what I'm holding on for. That's... I'm gonna do a quick. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to do a quick plug for our next episode. Uh, Dean and I are about to go to our annual Tennessee Game Days conference, con, so we're excited about that. Neither one of us will be able to spend quite as much time, I don't think, as we usually do, but we're still really excited, and we're excited for you, Meeple Town, because I think we're going to finally get to play some of those 2021 games um, that we've been holding off on doing our top 2021 list because of like Boone Lake and Tabanusi. And what are some of the ones, Dean, that you haven't? But I want to play Messina, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't. That one's not going to happen. I I could have ordered that had I thought about it. Ordered it from overseas early on, and I did not. Um, Ark Nova is the one. So hopefully, I'll yeah. be able to play Ark Nova. And I can't honestly. I that that's the one that I really want to make sure that I play. Um, but I, like like you said, I'm only going to be there uh, Friday morning for a few hours, and then wow. And that's maybe. Hopefully, I can be there Friday morning for a little bit, and then I'll I'll show up on Sunday, and you're gonna be there Friday and part of Saturday. Is that right? That's right. Yep. I'm okay. trying this year, Dean, to grab some of our friends. Like, you know, the the Burford will be listening to this. Of course, he's not coming. He never comes to anything. Oh my goodness! Did I just say that, Stephen? See, Stephen, he came to the last game day that I didn't did. come to. Yeah, he did. I, I I really had a great time playing with him. D- Stephen is our number one super fan who literally texts us at the end of every episode to encourage us and tell us like literally how great we are. I'm not going to lie, Stephen. I really enjoy those texts about talking about how great we are. How about you, Dean? <laughs> yes, I, I appreciate it. So what did that have to do with Tennessee game days? It's encouraging. I was, um, this is my way of, you know, it's like, uh, reverse psychology where I berate him about, he can't come and how awful he is. And then he's like, well, then I will come and prove him. Is that reverse psychology? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Okay. Um, I don't think you really will come. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get Matt and Justin to come this year. Oh, they both said, they yeah. both said like, Hmm, that sounds interesting. So you don't know. Uh, Meeple town, get on the guild. Do you, if you go to a con or a local con, do you invite, you know, your friends and all that kind of stuff? Or you just try to go with you and like one or two other people, or are you just telling the world? Have you invited people before Dean really? Or are you just kind of like, Oh yeah, I've invited a I used to invite a lot of people and then everyone's like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. That's dumb. This was before you- <laughs> people were like into board games. Uh, our friends were into board games, you know, like they, they didn't get it. And so I gave up and now all of our friends are in board games. So that's, they, <laughs> they wore you down. That's, you were like, you tried it, and now you're like, board game life is meaningless. I can't invite anybody. Uh, inviting to the con is meaningless. Jeez. Here's the thing, though. John's actually not going to be playing games. He's just going to be. He's just going to be handing out business cards. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Slipping them in game boxes and stuff. Dude, that? maybe I should have like called myself the board game eight real estate agent. Oh my goodness! You can and start a like, BGG account and do I that. I could, and it, that would be sweet. And then let's like. See, m- most agents, you know, give gifts, right? I mean, have you, you've had agents, right? They give you a, the last time you bought a house, did you get a little gift? Yeah, we got a really good gift. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, can you share that? Yeah, it was like a, uh, it was a gift card for 
Lowe's, I think it was, but it was specifically, they, they knew that we wanted to change out some of the plants in front of our house. And so, ah, but, so they, but they didn't that. know what, what we wanted. And so it was like, take cool. this gift card and go buy some plants. It was really nice. That's dude. That, some of that's like me really nice. Hey, I'll buy you a board game or two. How about that? There we go. That's a Wouldn't good that idea. Be, they, see some people. Yeah. So gamers, that's exactly what I would do. Unless like, they're like, Hey John, I love board games, but we need to fix this thing. Be sweet if I got you know, but hey, that, you could probably cool. sell b- bigger houses to board gamers too, because you're looking. Like, hey, look at all this board game space. You could put a board game room in here, there maybe a table. That's a uh, so that's this your is, target audience for sure. So it's like it's like the the people that are listening here. Their spouse really wants to move. They're cool with it, you know. But now they're like, I don't know. Maybe we should move because I've really been wanting you know scythe, and I think John will get it for me. <laughs> and like, that's the whole reason they it's move. It's worth it. Like they just move. They just agree with their husband or wife just because they're going to get a free game. You get a couple hundred thousand dollar scythe game. Yeah, man. You know, Hey, you Can need we to stop ma- talking about master uh, deluxe. Set. <laughs> deluxe set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I have a game for you, Dean. So Tennessee gonna- game days. Yep. We'll be there. Yeah, we'll be there. <laughs> and, and next episode we'll talk about our, are we going to do our top 2021 games is that we decided it'll be two two episodes we'll do that we'll we'll do our top 2021 and the next episode we'll we'll do uh a couple of we we if we have time we're gonna do a showdown and we're gonna talk about games that we played there which should be interesting because i think we'll be playing different games since we'll be there at different times so we'll talk about Tennessee game days next week and hopefully have a slew of games to talk about yeah and some new new good ones hopefully they'll be good in the next episode we'll do our top 20 top 10 games of 2021 Hey, do you think out of all out of all the media, the board game media people out there, that we're the last ones every year? <laughs> I'm okay doing that. I'm okay pushing it back because I, I want to play last, as many as we can. But. Yeah, I don't think we're the last ones, but I definitely don't think we're. Uh, I think we're towards the back, but I, I, we I just don't care. don't care. We don't. Oh, care. I don't. I don't care because I. I mean, I want to play the games. People. Two things. Number one is, you know, we're not one of the big channels that gets all these games early, right? So, like, that's that hurts us. You know, um, sometimes we do. It depends on the. I mean, on sometimes the game, we do. Yeah. yeah, I'm not complaining. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just being yeah. real. Like, we uh-huh. don't get Ark yeah. Nova four months before everybody else to, to to be able to do that. So we have to wait. And then when we wait, one of the challenges also becomes that sometimes they're sold out, you know, or yeah. even the pre-orders are sold out. So we're like, we're just waiting, 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 hopefully to get it. And then I also don't want to do like I know some other people do, and that's fine. It's their own thing, but I don't want to do it without playing the games I really want to play. You know? Yeah. Like, so, yep, I'm you know, with you. I, I, if there's four or five games I'm really wanting to play, I don't want to do a list unless I did like Rado, which I respect what he does, like a preliminary list and comes out and gives it as official. We could do something like that. Um, but we haven't. Now, the hope is somebody will have Messina at Tennessee game days that we can play. Um, I'm not holding on hope. For I'm that, not holding on. Yeah, I, I, I bet. I bet there will be a copy there. I, I feel pretty confident in that. But whether or not we'll get a chance to play it, who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but since I want to hear your, you don't have a poll today. You've got something else going on. I have something else. Dean actually has the poll for next time. He says so. No, no, no. Don't... Two, two times. Oh, in two, two times. episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. So, Dean. By the way, this is our origins episode. How well did that work out together? It did we, work we were, well together. That, <laughs> we we're gonna we we're gonna do a, talk about origins first builders, and then Dean was like, "Hey, I've got King Dominoes," and then the origins, and I don't know, like a little bit later, I was like, "Hold up, Dean, that's called origins too." So I was wanting should... to do the King is dead too, so we could do like you uh, know, you know, like the beginning and the end kind of thing. 
Oof. Just didn't work we sh- out. We could just spend this whole episode commentating on our first ep- our origin episode. Oh. And just like listening back to it and be like, that was the stupidest thing I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> I've, some, I've, I've heard podcasts that have done that. They go back and they comment on their. That would be. Uh, there's fun. been some board game podcasts that have done that. Yeah, we should maybe do that sometime. Yeah, uh, nah. Well, since <laughs> one of our, I didn't since, love it. Since one of the games that we're going to be talking about is a tile laying game, I thought, hey Dean, I want to see if you can pick one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I'm going to give you leeway. I'm going to see if you can pick five of the top. 20 games on BG on the on BGG that are labeled tile laying. Now, here's the caveat. You know they label anything where you lay a tile as tile laying. If you yep. look up by board game mechanic. That's why I'm giving you leeway and giving you three misses because I think that there might be something like, uh, well, yeah, I guess you lay a tile in that game, which I think is silly. I just wish yeah. I wish that I could find but anyways, I want to see if you can do this. I love doing these, and I know you enjoy trying to do these. Meeple Town, play along and let us know in the guild. Like as I'm doing this, like be saying names, let us know at the end of the guild. Like, hey, I got ten out of you know the top twenty or whatever. So now, now you're nixing some of these. So like, if you don't think it's a top, no, game, I'm, I, gonna... I, no, I'm not going to. You can say that's why I'm giving you the top ten is twenty instead of the top ten. Okay, you know what I mean. I like, you. I'm just gonna uh-huh. say, can you get ten out of the top twenty? Some of them, I'm like, eh, like really, you're gonna call that tiling? Most of them you do lay tiles. Some I don't know about. I haven't played. I've played. I mean, I'll give you a hint. I've played 15 out of 20 here, probably. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So I'm going to start with Carcassonne. Yeah. Hold on a second. That's a safe start, right? right. It goes down to that. Oh, the suspense. Whoa. Hold up. Might not yeah, be on you there. would. Well, you would think. Am I missing it? Hold up. <laughs> you would think it would be like or way some up sitter, there. some iteration of Carcassonne. Yeah, but where? What is Carcassonne? No, it's not in the top twenty. Wow. Okay. It's. I mean, here's the thing. It's ranked one ninety seven overall, and that's why. Again, all I'm doing is searching on board game geeks. So that's one eh, miss. <laughs> I would have guessed that number one is you as well. How I'm far looking... does this list go down? Like of the overall top games, do you know that? Yeah, that would help you a lot. So the very last place is 123 overall. Oh, and these so it's are not these that are far down. I no, probably... so these are again okay. these are games that are labeled as tile laying games when you look it up on Board Game Geek. Okay, you, I still want to argue with anything. You can argue with Board Game Geek. I still would have guessed Carcassonne because I felt like that was right out, right outside the top 100. What what did you say that was listed overall? 197. 197. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm looking at my phone not to look at that, but I'm just looking at games in my um, that I've played. Okay. I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say Castles of Burgundy. That's right. Okay. That is the, that's the number two answer. 15 overall. That's a second. So that's one. Okay. Oh, let's see. Wow. Oops. Okay. Someone's calling me. <laughs> I don't know. I won't be able to edit that out. So. Oh. Why is that let's, not? Let's say tapestry. 
Tapestry. All right, let me just double check here. Let me double check. Let's see. I don't think so. And no. What is Tapestry? What is that listed as? Like, it's a top 100 game, right? Uh, I don't think it is. If not, what's wrong with people? What's wrong with people? Tapestry is a... I mean, you do lay tiles in Tapestry, but it's ranked 247 overall, so that's the problem. Oh, I'm not very good at this. So you have missed two. Very well. You've missed two already. I get five strikes though, right? Three. (laughs) Five. Uh, Oh, I got to go. So far you guessed one. I'm going to say Cascadia. Dean, that's the number 20 answer. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You almost, you almost got one out of the top 20. Oh, wow. This is is probably harder. Yeah. So you've got two. Two Ooh. correct, two incorrect. Okay, I'm going to say this is, could be a gamble. I'm going to say Azul. That counts as a tile laying, right? Dean, you are correct. It is the okay. number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Okay. So you got three now. So I've got three. What'd you say Castles of Burgundy won? Was that the number one? It was number two. Number two? Yeah, number one you should be able to get. It should. You're absolutely right. I should be able to get that. Um, You're stalling. Like Gloomhaven is the top one through five games or something on there, but that's not tiling. <laughs> Who knows though? I wouldn't be surprised if someone said it was tiling. They market uh, as everything and market as the best. Man, I am should not be struggling three. with this as three much is as not, I am. Isn't you not doing too bad? Yeah, but I don't think I'm going to make it. I can't do it. Uh, this is gonna be the whole episode if you don't just start guessing. Some. <laughs> okay, I had one and then I passed it by. Let's uh, let's say I can mm. give you hints if you want me to. I'm gonna say Glenmore Two. Glenmore Two Chronicles. Um, eh. sorry. Okay, I got another one. Mm-hmm. So you got three out of twenty. King Domino. Eh. <laughs> okay, give me the hint you're going to give me. Uh, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Glamour 2 Chronicles. <laughs> Come on. Okay. Concordia just... is not a Thailand game. No. Okay, let me give you... I'm going to go backwards. Okay? Isle of Sky. And some of these you can just you can argue with if you want to. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to argue with all of them. Because... So I've never played Tricarian, Legends of Illusion. I've not either. So I don't know anything. I, that's so that, that doesn't matter. You still could have gotten 10. Ark Nova would be the next one after that. I'm going backwards. So that would be number wow. 18. Isle of Cats. Oh, okay. Tigris yeah. and Euphrates. Uh-huh. Patchwork. Hmm. Yeah, you should have got that one. Twilight Imperium. I wouldn't have got that Interesting. one. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Keyflower. One of your favorites, Dean, and mine yep. too. Actually, I like Keyflower more than you now, I think. Dominant I just played that yesterday too online. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> dominant species, which I've never played. Um, Teotihuacan, I don't, eh, I mean, kind of. Robinson Crusoe, I've never played that either. Yeah, it's, it is. Like when you explore, you're flipping over tiles and stuff, so. Eclipse, which I've never played. Yeah. Azul, you got right. Lisboa, which I've never played. So maybe, I actually, so I've probably only played about 13 or 14 of these. On Mars. Caverna. Um mm. Uh, another, another uh, eclipse. Sorry, um, second dawn for the galaxy. A feast for Odin, and the number one, which is the one I was giving you a hint for. 
because okay. you're laying those polyominoes. Number one, terraforming Mars. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Those are totally. I, it's weird because my mind gets stuck on like yeah, square tiles, yep. thinking like Carcassonne style games. You know, that's right. Mine would that. too, probably. I think. I think that's. Yeah, I think that would have been the challenge. But I don't. That's why I gave you the top twenty because I think in that top twenty there were ten reasonable tiling. You know what I mean? I wouldn't yeah. say like only tiling games, but ones where it's pretty. Like in the Feast for Odin, it's pretty prominent. Like you're getting polyominoes to lay it down. That's one of the you know main parts of the game. Yeah. Um, I like anyways, doing this. That's that's a fun game for me. Whether it is for other people, I don't know, but I I enjoy well, it. I'm hoping they get into that again. Go on the guild 3407 and just say, hey, uh, when you were doing it, I got this or that, or say those are the stupidest things. And then I'll say you can just go to you know BGG and send them an email about the way they mark their games. Yeah. Okay. So before we get started talking about games, I did want to make a we plug did, we've been because, talking about games. Uh, sorry. <laughs> before we start talking about games, we've been playing lately. I wanted to mention that because you talked about Keyflower, which is a game I've been playing online, you mentioned Feast for Odin, which is also a game that I've been playing online. I played. Oh, you the, did? Well, I've been playing solo because I, it's been a while since I played it, and you can play the solo option on there. I'm terrible at that game. I mean, really, really bad. But I also didn't reread the rules, and I was just like, I'll figure this out. And I know there's things that I forgot, so I need to go back and like, kind of recap the rules but anyway all that's say we do and i know i've mentioned this in the past but we have a a residents of meeple town group on there that's kind of a closed group so if you want to join that you can just go to the guild um i think it's actually one of the pinned sites on there um where you can find out the links and how to get a part of that and play games with us on board game arena we play a lot of games like a lot i i'm, I'm in i actually i'm kind of low on games right now but we we usually have, I don't know, five to 10 games going on at a time or something like wow. that. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. We do yeah, async. Not- we don't usually play like at the same time. So if, yeah, if you're worried about not being able to like find time, you can find five minutes a day basically is what I put into it. Maybe I should do that. Okay. It's a ton of fun. Except yeah. man, like a good time. I'm getting so tired of getting beat by, by Sydney. Really? It really everybody. I'm not going to just say, say him, but I, I get beat by everybody. And I'm tired of it, John. You lost today. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. I've been losing a lot of games in general, but whatever. Can I ask you a quick question? What are you thinking of um, A Feast for Odin? Uh, it's cool. I, I, I really, I need to hold off judgment okay. Until, okay. I, until I re-remember the rules better. I, I just need to read through them. Why don't we play a game? We could. It's, it's my number one game of all times. So I, can, I can help you through it. I still think, I still think I would prefer if I'm looking at Uva heavier games. I would probably prefer. Oh shoot! What's the name of that game? That Fields, Fields of Arl. Yeah, Fields of Arl. I, yeah. I still think that would probably be my favorite, but maybe not. I don't know. It's a cool game. Peace for Odin's really cool. It's just does it? Can um, you add the Norwegians expansion? I don't think so, but I don't okay. know that for sure. Okay. Alrighty. But I bet they've been adding a lot of expansions on there, so I'm guessing if they don't have it, they probably will. Yeah. I definitely prefer it with that, but it's fine without it. Okay. You mean talk about the, my game or you want to talk about your game first? Yeah, let's hear about yours. So last night I decided to do a little solo. I asked my wife if she wanted to play a game. She was busy doing, she likes the consignment stuff. Does your wife do that? Um, Not really. I, I love my wife and I'm really glad she enjoys it. She puts like 87 hours of work in and gets like $100. And I'm like, but it's satisfying. I guess you get rid of your stuff. Anyways... 
Yeah, She'll listen she, to me say that is why I say that. I appreciate a wife that works hard. Yeah, Thank I don't you. think my wife is, sells stuff in that. I think she mostly just buys things in it. <laughs> there you go. I'm guessing. Uh, she was doing that. So I wanted to play. I'm going through because of Tennessee game days and I'm selling. I've sold 19 games already. So I'm like looking through games that are you know on the border, on the cusp. Should they stay in my collection or not? So I played a little Tang Garden last night. How about that, Dean? Remember when we played that? We reviewed that on the podcast, I think, didn't we? I like that quite a bit. I, if I remember right, I gave that one an eight. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. I did too. Um, but I, I gave it to you. Like we 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 traded we games traded for something. What did you yeah. get for that? I can't remember now. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. So okay. So in Tang Garden, I'll, I'll just maybe you didn't get it. It's been a while since you've heard about it or whatever. It's a tile laying game. All right. Since I thought, hey, we're talking about King Domino Origins and this. Hey, tile laying game, but in this game, you're all you're gonna. It looks crazy. It looks a lot different than a lot of other tile laying games, right, Dean? We see on the table because there's trees that are going up, pagodas. You're playing. You're placing bridges. You're placing things things all around the board, and it is one of the most gorgeous tile laying games, if not the most gorgeous I've ever played. Right? It's really, really pretty. Now it can be annoying because you kind of have to get up around and look around stuff. Yes. So that that can be a frustration. So depending on what your style is, you like you want to go for looks over function, then you're going to love it. If you really don't like that, it could be frustrating, but it's not too bad. Anyway, hey, you're just getting these tiles and you're, there's four corners and you're going to be picking one of the tiles from that. And you're going to be laying it, trying to match up edges to kind of go up tracks on your player board to get player powers to place your, um, what are they called? Influencers or something, Dean? I can't remember. I played this right. It's been a long time. I think it's an influencer and like they, you get to point them in a certain direction and they, they want to see certain types of landscapes um, in, in their line of sight or, you know, all these different things and they score you points at the end of the game and, and you're collecting coins by putting roads next to roads and different things like that. And I just want to say like, I, I enjoyed it. The solo game was definitely different. You actually don't play the player board in that, which I miss because I like to feel like I'm going up on tracks but it had some really interesting decisions. I beat the game. It says that if you place all the tiles out, you win. But I got the lowest score. Like it had these four sections of if you score this to this, I was in the lowest. Oh. So I won by the hair of my chinny chin chin and almost count that as a loss. <laughs> but I, I like it. I'm still in that same like uh, that. I didn't it didn't sell me on it last night. And I think it's because I just like the multiplayer version better. Yeah, but I still it's still good so good enough to where I'm like uh, I don't know if I can sell it. <laughs> so I'm gonna say it's still a borderline game. If you like tile laying games like me and you haven't played it, you might want to check it out. I think it's a solid game. It's can you get that reasonably priced? I'm not sure. Uh, I really have no idea. I know you could at the time. Um, it was it was really. Reasonable I'm gonna look it up right now. It. Okay, there's a lot of bucks. expansion stuff for 50, that too. Fifty two dollars on Miniature Martin Game Nerds. So that, okay. that's a pretty good price, I think, for what all you get in the box and how beautiful it is and all the min- the minis and different things like that it comes with. So I'm not going to tell you John's sold on it. You got to go out and get it. I'm going to say, hey, pick it up if you're willing and see what happens. You know, take a flyer on it. It's like going on a Tinder date, right? You say, let's see what happens. Uh, who knows? Know. I've been married I've never for a go- long time. Have you ever gone on an online date? Have you ever been on an on dating app? No, I've been married much longer than that was a thing. I know, me too. It's really weird that I've never... Yeah, they didn't... I don't think... If it existed, it wasn't popular. 
I don't think it did exist. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, okay. I, I'm almost positive it didn't whenever I was yeah. Whenever I was in that phase. Okay, um, I'm going to talk about a game, but I, real briefly, since you mentioned Solo, uh, I played Ares Expedition Solo. Okay. I, I'm digging some games that are solo, and that is one of them. That it, it, I did not win. I actually lost pretty badly. It's, okay. It can be tough depending on what cards come out, but anyway... I'm not going to talk about it, but it's a really fun solo game. Really well, you have good. to I have to make a comment about it. My buddy JD, if you're listening, what up, dog? That's what I say to all my friends. Oh, oh. Um, I never say that to my friends. I do say it smells like up dog in here all the time. And what's up, dog? Rolls, I don't know, dog. What's up with you? <laughs> um, he texted me the other night, and he loves Terraforming Mars. It's one of his favorite games. And he's like, I've played Ares Edition Expedition. Sorry over five times and i'm thinking i might like it better than terraforming mars he's like call me crazy and i'm like i don't call you crazy i think i might agree with you the new expansion's coming out too that's going to add the awards which is something if i remember right that was something that you missed from from absolutely that was one of the things that i said i think that i think it's going to push you over the edge john well i think the designer heard our podcast and our video and heard me saying that I really would like those. And I am the reason why they're happening. I was wondering why they called it the John expansion. That was, oh, the, yeah. the, no, the it's because it. it's because you're one of the things that you're doing is putting toilets on to Mars. That's why it's <laughs> called. That's why it's called the John expansion. I wish it was <laughs> okay. me. That makes sense. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. Okay. I think the this game episode I'm, is going down the toilet. The game I'm actually going to talk about is a pretty light game. Uh, we're talking about a lot of, other than Tangarden, a lot of 2021 games today. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk about Summer Camp, which is a Phil Walker Harding game, which I enjoy some Phil Walker Harding games. For you sure. really do. You do too, right? I mean, you like Cacao. You like, well, I don't know. You like I Sushi like Go. If, if, yeah, he's always like, uh, every time I play his game, I'm like, or like Llama Land, like, cool. There's not been much, even though I do like Cacao uh, probably the most uh, off the top of my head. I'm usually like, yeah, it's a solid game, but I'm probably not going to buy it. But if you want to play it, sure. Yeah, I really like a lot of his designs. And in fact, this is one that I, I enjoy, but I've got some mixed feelings too. So in this game, this is a this is a deck builder where you are moving up tracks. Okay, this is kind of a, it's not kind of, it is a race game. And the theme is summer camp. So you're trying to get these merit badges at summer camp. And you're going to do that by moving up on these different tracks. So at the beginning of each game, you're going to set up three different tracks and it will be different decks that you're going to use for those tracks. So you might have like an adventure deck. You might have a cooking deck or a, oh goodness, um, like a water sport deck or craft arts and crafts deck. There's lots of different ones you can do. And they, and each one of the decks has different types of cards. Um, But a lot of them really are just like cards that move you up on the track. Okay. Okay. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to play cards and I can either use them for their actions or I can use them to buy more cards. It's pretty really simple, simple deck building stuff. Um, But once you move all three of your hikers past the bridge or onto or past the bridge, you'll get a one of the merit badges. And then there's another bridge. And if you get all of them past that, you get another merit badge. Then you can get a merit badge for each one of the different decks. So there's three other merit badges that you can get. And you just have to get one hiker to that place. And they're they're worth different point values depending on the amount of players that you have and what place that you get uh, in that order. The game ends when you have one person that finishes the three merit badges at the very end. 
Ooh, did you hit your microphone? Oh yeah, I think I did. Um, so three, the three merit badges at the very end, once you, once you have somebody that gets those, that signals the end of the game and you get points for your merit badges, you get points for your cards that have points on them as well. Um, here's the thing. I think this is a real cool design because I think it's simple. It was sold at target. It was a really, uh, really fun game. The problem is I'm afraid that if you get ahead of somebody else, it's going to be really hard to come back on them because the points that you get from the cards are not as much. And so if they're just, if they're just grabbing all of those before you, there's not much you can do. And, and so I've only played this once, but in the game that we play, and this might not play this way out every time the game that we play, the first player starts off with like two cards in their hand or two or three cards. The second player starts off with, three or four cards, like one more card than the next player. So that's the, that's the bonus of, of going first or, or, you know, the, the advantage level, the playing field kind of um, mechanic on there to um, for the first player, they are going to get one less card, but I still think that first player, it's going to be hard to catch up to him even right off the bat. I don't know. It just depends on how things play out and what cards come out, but I, I enjoyed it and I thought it was fun and we'll play it more for sure. My wife and I really enjoyed it, but I'm just a cons- I'm concerned that that might be the case for more plays in the future. But again, that was only after one play. And so did you I like it totally besides wrong. that? Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. The decks aren't like super different. They're not, okay. you know, uh, well, they kind of are like one of them is a little more take that one of them is, um, you know, like let you get more energy and energy is what you use to buy cards. So like you use your mm-hmm. cards to buy cards, but you can also get like energy bars that give you boost in buying more cards. Um, and so they they have slight differences in them, but they're not like huge. And I, that's, I don't know. I want to say that's a negative for me and it is, but I don't fault them for doing that because they sold us in target and they wanted it to be more accessible I yeah. think if you made them radically different, that might run some people off, but probably would. Overall, the production's great. I think it's a fun game. I enjoyed it. Okay. I don't think it's going to make my top list of 2021 or anything like that, but it's it's fun. We'll keep it for a while for sure. Okay, that's cool. Can I can I play another game with you real quick? Okay. Uh, I, hey, Town just like da, 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 da. this is not useful information for you all. Uh, because you're going to listen to the podcast the day after, but Miniature Mart is having a, a twenty-two uh, twenty-two sale, and a bunch of games are twenty-two dollars. Did you know that, Dean? Oh, I did not. And there's know that. some there's some solid games on here, and so I'm going to ask you: buy or sell? Or nope, you, selling makes no sense. Buy or not buy? Buy, buy, buy or don't buy? Okay. Okay. Um, Reiner Knizia Equinox. I don't even think I know what that is. Okay. Is that the one that has like the deer on the front of it? Or Yeah, except for this says Equinox Green, and I don't know what the difference in that is. Yeah, Jonathan no said idea. it was really pretty solid. I'm going to have to hit him up on that. Okay, you're going to know the rest of these. So buy Wait, or are sell. you and Jonathan texting about this and leaving me out of the conversation? No, 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 no. I just saw it. I just saw it. Oh, okay. okay not buy. Why do I keep saying buy or sell? Buy, Dean. 2018 version of Camel Up. $22. Buy. 100% buy. I'm going to buy that. My kids. I, I can go ahead and tell you the first three games that show up on here are games that I would buy, but I own two of them. Okay. Buy or don't buy Chinatown. A hundred percent buy this game. It is okay. so much fun, but you have to have the right group and you have to have a larger group. So yeah, that's, that's the only reason I haven't bought it in the past is because I thought I just, it's kind of like, um, you know, even modern art or something, how much I really enjoy that. 
but I need a bigger group. And I play mostly two player games, you know? Yeah. So it's hard in like a, you know, 150, 160 game collection to have a lot of these games that require more players. Let me ask you about that game. Um, is it easy to pick up and play? Can I play it with any old Joe or Jane or is it going to, they need to be somewhat gamers. Uh, this is a mancation game that I taught. Uh, I think we've played it the last two years, maybe, maybe it was just this last year. I can teach this game to anybody in about five minutes. Okay. Even if you don't play games. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really accessible. It's, it can be, it's, it's all negotiation. That's what this game is. Pure negotiation. So if you don't like that, then you might hate this game, but it's, it's the best of its kind, I think. All right. Speaking of Bruno Cathala, who we'll talk about later. How about Raptor? I've never played that. Ooh. Ooh. Where, how are you sorting these? I don't see that one yet. I just I'm went through not, every single one of them. I might order that, actually. You took, I've not played it. You took I really so long to. Uh, to talk last time. <laughs> I went through every single page. I'm just kidding. Okay. I've been wanting to play that one for a while. Don't know. How about Gizmos? Yep. Is that, that a yes for me? Or you think it's it's a little risky for me? Well, the first time I played this game, Jonathan had it. And we played it three times in a row. So... You know, okay. I mean, you and Jonathan tend to tend to match up a little bit more. All right, I'll te- I'm gonna have to send him some texts out. L- last game, how about Murano? The complete edition, only twenty two dollars. You know, that's Inca and Marcus Brand, right? Yes, I don't really know much about it though. I I just I don't I don't either heard of it. Yeah, I mean, number one, it's Lookout, which I'm I I really like Lookout games generally. This is it's it's rated seven point two on BGG, and it's had some mixed reviews. Hey, uh, they're not going to know in time. I was going to say Meeple Town, help me out. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's a lot of like really solid games for that price. And I just sold a ton of games. So this is one of their best sales that they've had. Yeah. This is a great sale here. I feel like, because most of the time oh. they announce these sales and they suck. Like I'm just Are you buying some stuff on here. Alibari. Okay, we got to stop 20. talking about Alibari this. is only $22 as well. If you, are listening to this wait the magnificence only 22 dollars oh wait i gotta find that one i'm gonna buy that one (laughs) rambo's rambo is 22 (laughs) dollars tantalizing radio dean and i are like freaking out we're like (laughs) oh my god for a sale that nobody can even see like they're never gonna see this sale after we talk about it oh i'm so sorry meeple do we just need to are you gonna how much you have to spend a you have to spend a hundred dollars at miniature mart i'm gonna spend like a thousand dollars on this sale my goodness. Not the really, problem. But. The problem for me is Dean is I'm getting rid of like my wife is like, get rid of the games. And so what if I get rid of 19 and then buy 15 more on miniature part? <laughs> then you've gotten rid of games, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. So, the, so you're good. <laughs> the colonist is only $22, which I just sold, but that's a solid price on that big game. That's a big box. I'm definitely buying the magnificent. Stuff, I'm buying the magnificent for sure. Chinatown and camel up probably. And then the rest, let's just see what happens. I, your family might like that, Camilla. But also, it's a good, it's a fun game for adults, too. Like, if you have a couple over or something like that, it's it's a fun game. But my my kids enjoy that one. I think okay. this was an interesting segment, just FYI. Go ahead. You really, honest to goodness, feel that way. I do. I feel like, I, I love that kind of stuff. Like, it's, it's interesting choices. Okay. <laughs> I mean... Like it is like, and these are games that we're talking about. And like, we haven't talked about the magnificent. We haven't. And I don't know if this helps anyone on Meeple town, but like Steph Hodge, who we like quite a bit. And like, she's, you know, we agree 
fairly often with her. She loves this game. Yes. Uh huh. And so I'm kind of sold on that. So anyways, and I'm wrestling with Murano, but okay. Okay. Let's, let's talk about our next game. These next couple games that we're talking about, we played together. So I'm going to start off with, um, I'm going to start off with, with King Domino Origins. How about that? Since you were talking about Thailand games, does that sound good? Yep. All right. King Domino Origins. This is the next, it came out 2021. It's the next in the King Domino. You know, you had King Domino and Queen Domino and yet expansions for King Domino and King Domino or, or what is it? Dragomino for kids. This one is when I first saw it, I thought this was a kid's version. And I was like, why is there Dragomino and then King Domino Origins? Because it has that art that looks a little kiddier. It's got cool little, yeah. you know, screen printed meeples sure. and all that. But it's not. It's not. It's probably. Mm, it's debatable. So on BGG, this says, I think it's the heaviest one. I actually think Queen Domino is a little bit tougher to grasp than this, but the decisions in this one become pretty challenging. So if you play King Domino, you know, you're just laying down tiles and matching up these different areas. And when you match up the different territories, you're going to multiply the amount of squares that are of the same type in that territory times whatever symbol is in there. So like in King Domino, it was, it was, uh, crowns and this one it's fire and that's it so like there's three different levels of this game the first level is is basically just that and then you have volcanoes that can add extra fire to multiple you know to add to your multiplier mm-hmm. the next level yeah. is when you add the resources I, I just when i taught this to john i taught you with everything but you can teach yeah. this in levels which i i appreciate that for people that haven't played as many games the next level is you add resources. So each of these tiles has a symbol on there uh, or could have a symbol of different resources. And those resources at the end of the game will give you points. And also, if you have a majority of certain types of resource, you can get uh, uh, more points. So basically, like mm-hmm. if I have more mammoths than John, I get the trophy that says I have the mammoth trophy. And that gives me three points, I think it was. The last level is adds these extra little tiles that you can buy. So you can trade in two resources of two different kinds and take one of those tiles, and those tiles are just points. They'll give you points for um, like a line of warriors that you have that gives you a multiplier. If you have this one that says, I'm going to get three points for every mammoth that's surrounding this tile, or any, you know, five points for every flint that surrounds this tile, whatever it mm-hmm. is, they're just going to give you points at the end of the game. And that's it. You, at the end of the game, you're going to have a five by five or a seven by seven grid if you're playing a two player game, and then you get your points, and John wins. That's that's how this game plays. There it is. Well, all right. So let me tell y'all, I've been really looking forward to this, whether you realize that or not. Remember, Dean, you know, I've mentioned it several times. I've almost bought it several times. Um, I think if I went back and played King Domino again, I might not poo on it as much as I did when it came out. King Domino is a fun game. I, I mean, you, you know, I just on it. take out all the stuff, all the extra stuff, and that's King Domino. I pooed on King Domino because I had such high expectations, and I was like, oh. I don't know why I didn't ha- lower my, like, realize this is a super gateway game. I th- anyways, whatever. All right. Do you want me to talk okay. about it? Yeah, I want to hear, I want to hear right. some of your thoughts. I mean, um, I, I guess say art and components, even though I know we're not going into super deets on all this, are really good in this game. I mean, I think the, the price on it's pretty reasonable, isn't it? Uh, You know what? I don't know. Let me go back to the overview and see if I can pull it up. I think it's I'm uh, about it 20... Right Ooh, yeah, I don't see it on the Amazon on here. Yeah. King Domino Origins Game Nerd, $17. Oh, 
What? Dude, yeah. $17. Origins? King Domino Origins, $17 on Game Nerds. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, pick add, it up. Add to cart. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, for that price, unbelievable components. The fish look like fish. The mammoth little pieces look like mammoths, the little rocks. The arts look, the art looks good to me. Yes, Dean, it is cartoony. I'm fine with that, especially for a game like this. Cool. Gameplay. What do you think about it? Overall, you think that for that price, it's incredible, right? Yeah. 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 I really like this game quite a bit. I mean, it's, um, you know, I like King Domino anyway. I think it's a, I think it's a great game, but yeah. what this does, especially cause it adds it in layers, you can play like whatever way that you want to play it. Um, when you add in all that stuff though, it, it becomes a much crunchier game. The, yes. the play itself is super easy. You can teach it, you know, pretty easily. But the way the volcanoes play with like being able to place new fire tokens out there, that's really nice. Like, you know, to, to be able to add multipliers to your territories is, is really nice. Um, the tiles, I think, is the biggest change. Those, those cavemen that you buy with the, um, with the resources. So you spend resources, you buy cavemen. I think that adds most, like the biggest change. It's, it's kind of similar to the buildings in Queen Domino, but I think it's better. I think it's more streamlined, but you have to think like, do I want to get rid of these resources that are going to give me points for themselves at the end of the game? And then potentially, you know, I can win these awards at the end, or do I just want to use these to buy tiles more often than not, you're probably going to buy those caveman tiles. And it's, it's cool because the other thing is if I'm buying one, it's opening up another one that's going to come out. That could be one that John wants to buy, or mm-hmm. I might want to buy this. Like you want, you might want to kind of hate draft or hate buy in this game because you don't want them to get any of the stuff that's there. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, you could have a decent amount of AP on this game. Yeah. Like we talked about that, like for something as simple as this, because I mean, yes, you're, you, you know, you have the classic King Domino challenge of, you know, you're picking a tile, but when you pick it, you are picking what place you're going to pick next round. And that can be really grueling. Not only are you looking at the tiles, but as Dean mentioned, now you have those resources. Oh, geez. Now you have the volcanoes that could help put fire and score you multipliers. And so while it's not overwhelming, it's still a lot. It can be a lot. I mean, if you want to play optimally, oh, geez. I forgot that I have, if I take this tile, I have more mammoths than Dean. I'm going to get three points at the end of the game if I keep them. Um, So that there's a lot to that, even though I'd never felt overwhelmed at all. Um, But then on top of that, like Dean, what Dean said, I think is one of the most, one of the most interesting parts of the game is giving up the resources to get those bonus tiles. And is it worth it? Like, yeah. you know, I'm giving up these two resources to get that tile. That's going to score me this. Uh, if I do that, I'm going to score guaranteed six points. I mean, maybe I could get another tile and make it worth eight, you know, or more. But I'm giving up, you know, three points to do it. And if I lose the battle in the mammoths, that's five points I'm giving up to do it. Is it worth it? You know, like, okay, yeah, it's worth it. You know, I don't know. And like, and there's some push your luck and stuff like that with it. And I, I really do enjoy the tug of war on, I, I think you could win this game if you played it great, losing all the categories pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do. Cause it's like at the end, it's there's four different resources that you, if you have the most of you win. So three, I think it's three, four, five, and six points, right? You also yeah. get a point for every resource you have. So, I mean, if you won those and had a ton of resources, maybe it would be hard to beat, but I don't think so. I mean, I think you could still win without that, but it's nice. And I like that tug of war going back and forth and, and going, Oh, I'm going to lose this, but I'll get this tile that I really want. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah i like it a lot it's a fun little game yeah yeah and it's it's you know it says 15 minutes um you know king domino itself is 15 minutes it says 15 minutes on the king domino origins page i don't as think well. so I don't think so either. Even if you know the game really well, you, you math things out too much. I mean, if yeah. you're just straight up taking tiles and playing without really thinking about it. But I still think you can play in about 30 minutes. I think it took us more like, I don't know, between 30 and 45 minutes. Yeah. But that was with the teach and with, we, we had some AP in this game for sure. But I think you mm-hmm. can probably narrow that down to 30 minutes easily in two player. I think so. I mean, and, I, and even I four player, you're only taking, you're building a five by five. So even then, it's not going to add that much more time. Yeah. Or, or any time, really. Yeah. So anyway, I, I really like this one. Um, I, is top 10 for you, do you think is this going to make your list for the year? Mm, <clears throat> I think it, I think it might be borderline. It's, it's in that weird place, Dean, as I kind of mentioned Tang Garden earlier, where it's like, seven and a half to eight ish you know i don't really know i definitely need to play it more that's one that could you know maybe it goes up because i just only played it one time but it's like that whole is it going to be one that i get and then i just don't really play it even though it's cool and i might suggest it in certain situations for 17 dollars, i would add it as an add-on to the order no doubt unfortunately it's sold out on miniature mart where i'm going to order some of these stuff so i can't do that and i'm not gonna anyways (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> but I like it. But I like it. I really had a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, this is a it's a it's a really fun game. I I don't know what's going to land for me either, but I do know it'll stay. My wife likes it. I think she still prefers King Domino because of the simplicity and and how quick it plays. Yeah. Uh, but we'll definitely get this to the table too. There you go. All right. Cool. So the next one, let's talk about After the Empire. Okay. Ready for that? I'll let you go, baby. All right. This is a Gray Fox Games game. Uh, it's by designers Evan Halbert and Ryan Mock, and it's a tower defense game where you're trying to build up your castle so that when the opposing forces come and and attack you, you can withstand that storm over and over again, round after round. Okay, and you, how you do that is by worker placement. You're going to place your workers out onto the board to build buildings. You're going to build up your castle. You're going to uh, recruit troops. You're going to do lots of different things, and then this wave of of uh attackers comes through and early on in the game you have a better idea of what's coming at you but as the game goes on more and more cards are going to be flipped over so more and more uh, of these troops are going to attack and you're also not going to know where they're coming from and so you kind of have to spread things out as best you can and kind of take some chances uh maybe you know really shore up your troops to make sure that they don't get you or anything like that um, and then you're just going to keep doing that over and over again. At the end of the game, whoever has the most money is going to be the winner. But money is also how you're you're paying to get all of these things. And so you yeah. try to balance that out, um, you know, throughout the game. You don't want to spend too much money because you want to keep the money, but you also need to spend money to be able to to build a better castle. That's that's an interesting piece of the game. Yeah. So I, I think that's pretty brief enough, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, you me tell you no, what I thought about it. Yeah. Let's hear it. I didn't know if you were going to dive into it or not. Um, Art components are pretty cool, by the way. Like the way that you build up your castle and stuff like that. And you kind of have your own player board. That's neat. Um, I'm not going to say much else about that. I think the art's fine. It's cool. Um, So it was interesting. All right, let's have a um, a tower defense game where you're not all playing together. I think that was my, this is my first time on that wagon. How about you? Uh, Or is there something else that you've played 
a tower defense competitor. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. Now it's you know I've I've kind of fiddled around with stronghold, which is like one yeah. is the attacker and one is the other one. But yep. but as far as where you're both being attacked, but also playing uh, competitively, yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I, you know, I thought there were some good things about it. I thought that the worker placement, simple spots were interesting calls and decisions because you're wanting to get, do I go get that card, you know, build that building that could give me this engine for the rest of the game that could be really, really good because now I can tap it and get food every single round or whatever. Should I go there first? But oh no, there's this, um, what do they call it? Servants, workforce. They're your refugees. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? So yeah. Do I want to get those cards? Do I not want to get those? Oh geez, I can go to this spot. It can help me get more resources. Oh, that's really cool. I enjoy that part of the game. Um, and then you get to the part where at the end, after you played all place all those workers, now you're going to see some uh, cards flipped over that you might not have seen, especially as the rounds progress. And oh no, they're coming from the north, Dean. And and I wasn't super ready for that, but no, I can make it work because I have these little tokens that let me move my people around and shoot them with my arrows and i thought it was fine i it to me it was a little fiddly on and we had this big long discussion on the tower defense rules when they come at you and yeah. i i i kept feeling like yeah but if they're the archer then this happens but then when they're not then it does this and then this happens and i played a whole game and i understood it but i kept having to ask dean like every single round like i don't know what maybe my brain was just slow but i thought it was a little fiddly there and it turned me off a little bit even though i enjoyed the game yeah and i get what you're saying and i i really think i did a disservice in that sense of um i it i had set up a learning game a couple weeks prior and I was, I felt like I had it down during that learning game. And then I didn't pick it back up again until we were actually going to play it. And so I was a little foggy on how that played out. And so I was having to kind of look at the rule book. I looked at the rule book quite a bit. And so I, I definitely did you a disservice. I do think it can be a little fiddly, but yeah. if you go through that process and then once you like, once you go through it a couple times and and grasp it really well, I don't think it's as fiddly. Like at, at the last several rounds, I wasn't having as much of an issue. Although sometimes when the siege cards came up, I would have to to check that out and and check out the rules on that. But overall, I think once you grasp that, it's not as difficult. Yeah, in fairness to the game, maybe Dean screwed it up. I was expecting a better reaction than that. Well, no, I don't, okay, I don't, I don't think, disagree I think with that, still, but I don't. I do just I don't know if I screwed it up as much as I is as much as I didn't have the rules down before yeah. teaching. I should I was, have had that part down better so I didn't have to look at the rule book. Well, I it doesn't matter, Dean. I was just kidding. I, I it doesn't matter. I, I can overlook you having to figure it out. It still is a little fiddly. I feel like it's one of those games that if you really, really want to get into you know, you play those games that like you're like like a simple worker plays. You're like, this should be easy, and you're feeling like it's like it's flowing nice, and then you get to a part where it's like, yeah, but in this scenario, it's this, and then that, and it just feels like the flow kind of changes. And I feel like that's what I didn't like about it. And I think you did fine, honestly, Dean. Whenever you taught it, I just it's a little fiddly. Plus, I'm not a huge tower defense guy. I liked Siege of Rundar a decent amount, um, but I, I thought it was an okay, like fine. It's a fine game. I'm done talking about it. Like it's, I mean, I don't mean that in a mean way. It's like, it's good. It, nothing, nothing to write home about nothing. I'm excited. I'm definitely not going to pick it up, but I think that there could be people like I'm guessing you that really enjoy it. I just thought it was okay. 
Yeah, and you know that I did. Um, and, and Jonathan, you know, that's one of the reasons why I thought, I, I knew that you didn't like this style of game necessarily, but I thought since Jonathan liked this one that you, you know, since you guys kind of are, are uh, more on equal footing than you and I are, yeah. I thought, well, oh, John could like this one, but I, I was a little, it was a little bit of a risk, but for me, not... sorry, go ahead, Dean. Uh, I was just going to say for me, I really like this game. Uh, yeah. I think it's, I think it's really cool. I love the different, like how the worker placement feels so tense. Like we, we were just playing a two player game and there's some spots blocked on there. And I'm like, I really need to be able to go down here and get some wood so that I can build things up. But at the beginning of the game, you only have three workers and every move becomes so important because I don't want to miss out on having the resources that I need to build up my castle. But I also really like that building that's sitting out there. I really like that refugee or I'd really like to be able to get some more troops, but do I want to get soldiers that I have to feed or do I get mercenaries that are going to go away and I don't have to feed, but I don't get to keep them past this round. I think those decisions are really tense and exciting and I like that a lot. And I like when you flip the card over and you see, oh no, I did not plan for this well at all. Or I yeah. did. And we actually had overall, like we had some pretty lucky f- card flips to where it, it didn't feel mm-hmm. that hurtful. Yeah, Except for so. me. Like I, I had a couple really bad rounds. One round in particular where they just came through. And what happens if you get sacked, a lot of bad stuff happens, but also some good stuff happens. You get an extra worker for the next round, that sort of thing. That never happened to either one of us, but I came really close one round and it was, it felt very tense and I recognize, well, I really should have done this differently and this differently. Yeah. Um, and then it, building up isn't necessarily, it's not the end of the world for sure, because when you get things to knock down, you're getting those resources back. And so it's just, you have to make sure that you take a, a worker to go do all of that building up for you next time. And uh, yeah, I really, really like this one. I would expect this will probably make my top of the year. This is a 2021 release as well, but it's, but it's straight in my wheelhouse, you know, I mean like this, it's a mid weight. um, It's a weighted 3.2, which, you know, around games that are around three tend to be in my wheelhouse. It's super thematic. It's a Euro with a lot of theme. I like this one a lot. Yeah, I thought it was fine. Like again, don't get me wrong. I get why Jonathan liked it and stuff like that. It's it's a fine game. Yeah. All right. And a lot Next. of people like it for sure. Yeah, for sure. No, it was fun. I enjoyed playing it. It was fine. You All also right. won. I lost. Yeah, I did. There we go. I've I've been <laughs> winning a few more lately against you. You were yes. I was having a really bad streak, and you were whipping me almost everything, and now I'm at least holding. Part. I was gonna say all the games that we talk about today, you beat me, but that is not true. Because nope, we're about to about do next game. we're about to do a more full review of Origins First Builders. Origins First Builders, this was one of the games that we saw at PAX Unplugged. And Jonathan and Darren got to play that, and that's why we were playing. Let's just do a little segue, Siege of Rundar, a tower defense game. We saw that over there, and they went and played that while we were playing this. This is a board and dice game, which I'm generally really interested in what they put out. You? Yes or no? Uh, Not as much as you, but for sure. I'm, I'm curious, yeah. Yeah, and this is a Adam Kwapinski game. So in this game, it's it's a dice worker placement basically, and it has an interesting theme. Dean, we're back in ancient times, and yet the aliens have come to help us build society. How did the pyramids get there? Of course, they got there because of the aliens. 
Adam Kopinski likes some aliens for sure. Who? I mean, why not? Yeah. I mean, aliens is a cool theme, right? All right. So in this game, what you're going to be doing is you're going to be getting dice and they're going to become freemen, which are not to be confused with Fremen. If you've been you know, reading or watching Dune, you're going to be placing those out into different spots. And over the course of the game, you can get more little bases to put your dice in, to have more freemen, to go out and do more stuff. But those freemen, when you're putting them out to the encounter sites, they have to equal the value on this little wheel that's spinning on all of them. Or you're going to have to pay wisdom in order. So if you've got a two and the wheel says four, you're going to have to spend two wisdom to put that worker out there. And another interesting thing is if it matches up with the color of the wheel, then you're going to get another little bonus. So you'll get you know one of the two actions up top. Then you could get a bonus action. If you place a level six, you get both actions and the bonus for a grand total of three actions. Woo! Fun, right? And what are you going to be doing with those actions? You're going to be going up temple tracks, basically, or not the temple tracks. Um, oh my Zodiac gosh. Tracks. Zodiac. Thank you. The Zodiac tracks, which will give you, if you've played like Kalis 1303, a bonuses that you're going to get until someone usurps you on those tracks. You're going to be laying tiles. We've been talking about tile laying game. You're going to be building your own little city here, laying out tiles. You're going to be building districts in the cities and taking some of your dice, having your decisions with your freemen of, oh, if I close this district then, hey, I've got a level six Freeman. If I put him in the middle of this district, I lose that worker. But now I'm going to get six points times however high I get my temples to go, which if I get three temples and six points, that's 18 points at the end of the game. Way to go, wee! And then also there is a little uh, little military track, which you're still battling, but it's not mean battling. It's just you score an extra point if you're ahead of the other players for every player you're ahead of. That's good enough. What'd you think? I think so. Yeah, I think that's well done, John. Well done. I was, you know, you funny you mentioned Borden Dice. I was actually more excited about this being an Adam Kempinski design gotcha. yeah. than Borden Dice because, you know, Nemesis and yeah. uh, it, it just seems. You like love a, Nemesis. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. This seems like a very different type game, but it does have the aliens. But, you know, it could, it doesn't have to be aliens, but it's cool that it is, yeah. you know? And this is a about a three. It says a three point three weight for those who, who know. So, have you played right Lords my wheelhouse of again? Uh, I actually uh, I picked up a used copy of that last year, and I've not played it yet. Okay, yeah, that's another so, Kopinski game. If you yes. didn't know that, uh-huh. uh huh. Art and components of this one. Some um, weird things with them. With the components? Oh, the yeah, the art looks good it's solid i like it it's intriguing the board isn't i mean the box cover is really intriguing it has like this uh pyramid but yet it look like the aliens are like look it's laying down it looks like aliens are working on these statues so i think the box cover is actually pretty interesting there's some weird things with the components um number one is the wheels that spin around and you're looking at what dice pips it is like they're supposed to be it's really hard to see so hard that most people color in the pips with a sharpie or something because it's it's kind of, it especially if you had a glare, it could be tough to see. I didn't have that problem, but I was sitting right next to him. So I, it could yeah, be you were right by it. Yeah. I, I would, if I were to keep this, which I won't tell you yet, I think that would be a good move to go ahead and do that. Maybe. Oh, I hate writing on stuff, but I don't know. What? Another, yeah, I know. Another weird yeah. thing is that your player colors for, for like your bases for your Freeman or your Archons, which are these powerful things that can go out. I'll talk about that during gameplay a little bit more. Um, the colors are blue, green, black, and brown. 
And yet the player boards are pink, yellow, blue, and teal. <laughs> Which doesn't really matter, but it is it, a it is weird. weird. It and is then, weird. And then the like, aliens have, are weird. Yeah, well, you have the you know your little card, your cheat sheet, and they're the same yellow, pink colors. And I get why they didn't do yellow because yellow was one of the wheel colors, and you don't want to get it confused or something like that. But it just seemed strikingly odd and if someone out there knows why they did that and we don't know let me know because that was one of the weirdest choices i have ever seen in a game yeah it was it was pretty strange let me let me retract not a angry I about said. it it's just weird let me just retract I don't like what I, said. It. I said aliens are weird john we might have some alien listeners out there and i just i apologize not all aliens are weird you don't Humans want them weird to come to your house and shove things into things Yes. That's why you're saying that. Well, I don't want that. That's true. But also, me it neither. was insensitive of me to to assume that all aliens are weird. Maybe but we're weird. I like the box cover, too. I think it's really cool and, and striking, like you said. I yeah. don't love the art on the board or really anywhere else, but that's okay. I, th- I think the art on the little tiles and on the board is fine. I, it's, I don't know. It's, it's clean, though. You know, You know where everything is very clearly. The graphic yep. design is good. The design is really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm with you there. And I like the components. And if you look, um, I actually think probably the better way to do, uh, I'm looking at a picture um, of those dials, the dice dials. There are people on here that did like a an ink wash on that, yeah. which is something that I could do for you. Oh. it's And it would look really cool because it makes everything else pop. Plus you can see those dice in there really well. Um, but anyway, that would be the route that I would go, I think. Yep. Well, I might I might take you up on that offer. There we go. Know. I'll but charge was you. The, was the game fun, Dean? I think <laughs> I've started. Yeah, I've started the last game or two. Why don't you talk about what you think? You, you think it's fun? Yeah. Well, okay. Let me start with player interaction on this one. So when you place your dice, John mentioned that you're going to move those dials up. You can look over, and if I'm playing John, for example, and I have a level two purple die, and John has a level two purple die. I might want to go ahead and place that die before he does because when I place mine, it moves that dial up. And now John can't place there unless he plays one of his wisdom tokens, which I think is really cool. There's also the tracks, the Zodiac tracks that you're moving up on that you're, you know, you, you have that player interaction. You have player interaction in the, in the war area, which is not awful player interaction, but it happens because you're it comes in racing each other up this track and also in the buildings yeah, that you, which buy. you really liked that track. You were like, let's go. I'm going to be the I, greatest war champion. There is. I, and I was, I was the you greatest were. there has ever been. I wow. made it all the way up that track. Uh, but that's what I put all of my focus on. I didn't spend as much time building buildings or moving up the Zodiac track or anything like that. Um, but also the buildings, like I want to make sure that John doesn't get specific buildings. And so I need to try to buy them before he, he buys them. Yeah. Um, it, so player interaction in this one is is really high, but it's not mean interaction. All, most of it's mm. just like me trying to do this thing before you do, but that's as mean as it gets. Like like you said, even in the war track, there's nothing mean that happens when you attack. Yeah. It's just that you're going to get a benefit. And that's I, I think that's really cool. I th- That's one of my favorite things of this game. There's a lot that I like about this game, but that's one of the, the things I like the best for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think all that's I think all that's really cool. I feel like like just the player interaction in general is 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 pretty decent in this game because like you know the zodiac tracks like you said like that back and forth I like that back and forth challenge and man I'm leading in this and I can 
oh, I'm going to take that card, which can then I'm going to get a dice for closing. When I close out my district, I'll get a dice, a citizen, which is great. That's huge for me. I like that. I want to keep this. So maybe I go up this track. That's so cool. And then, yeah, like you said, like you're, when you're building with the tiles, there's only one of every color available. So like that can be now every time it's replaced with one of that color. So it's not like, but, but it goes to the bottom, which makes it more expensive with wisdom. So maybe there's a tile up top and it's like, man, it's pretty cheap right now. I don't super want it, but I think Dean does, but man, if he takes it, then it's going to be so expensive if I need one later on, you know, those kind of decisions. And I really like the military track. I really like how it's not like I destroy something of yours. I mean, and I don't mind that in some games, but this one, I just felt like it felt right. Um, you're just going to gain more points, you know? And I think that that's, I think that that's cool and it determines first player as well. Well, and you're going to get these tokens that allow you to take back to back turns, which can be huge. Like Mm -hmm. having those tokens so that, you know, I just mentioned that everything's a race in this game. Um, even, even buying those tokens to build up your palace is a race. If I think, okay, I need to take this turn, but if I do this, John's going to see what I'm going to do, and he's going to sneak and do it before I get a chance. Well, if you have one of these tokens, you can take an action that gives you gold, and then you can immediately use that gold to buy one of those palace yeah. tokens, or you know, so that 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 race doesn't become so overwhelming. You have some you have some options there, I guess, yeah. as well with those tokens, which I like a lot. Yep. Yeah, I do. Um, some other things, let me just think through some of the other things that I like the way that the tiles work as well. Like, I think that the, like putting the yeah. tiles, cause you're, 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 you're trying to match for in game, not for immediate scoring. You're trying to match some different configurations of the tiles. But on top of that, while you're matching those, like I said before in the, in the game play is that you can score points by closing districts and putting one of your guys in there. And I think they call it in the seat of power. That's what it's called. Sorry. And then you can also increase your temple on one of your tiles. There's a tile that has all these little discs and you get, you're going to have the multiplier. So you're scoring points a bunch of different ways and that's fun. And even the tiles can give you immediate uh, bonuses and bonuses. If when you place the, your die, your citizen in the seat of power, if they match the color, this is a point salad game. You're getting points for everything in this game. And it's just how many points can you get more than your opponent, right? Yeah, yeah, and it also has that that element of um, Teotihuacan, right? Yeah. Is that where the, the the aging dice, which I think is really cool, but the but the race or not the race, but the the figuring out like what you're going to do with those dice before they become advisors, or you might want them to become advisors so that you're what are those people called? Your little plastic miniature people, your archons. Yeah, so your archons can benefit more from those dice, but you might want to use those as a point multiplier. All of this thing that you're just talking about with the buildings and everything, all of how that works together is very interesting. And there's a lot of tough choices to make in the midst of all that, of what you want to, where you want those dice to go. I think that's that's cool. I agree. Yeah, it's, yeah. And you're not necessarily stuck with them either because like there's the action that you can you can spend wheat to be able to change the value of those mm-hmm. to increase the value of those or, or is it increase and decrease or just increase i increased, can't remember now. increase yeah i never would want to decrease but but to increase and so like you even if you think well i'm just going to get this one red die that's in the middle uh you know a value one well that might not be great yeah. but you can later on spend some wheat to be able to increase that and now okay this is not a terrible die anymore it's yeah. actually pretty good and it's going to become an advisor soon or or you know, I might want to 
use it to close a, a what are those called? Close a territory of your buildings district. or whatever. Yeah, close your district. All that just works together so well. It's, it becomes very interesting. Yeah, I think so. I also like the the timing element of the way the dice workers go, right? Because you could jump to a spot ahead of your opponent knowing that, oh no, like I've got a four orange and Dean's got a, a three orange. And if I go to the spot right now, it'll, it, it's a four. And if, if he goes before me, then it's going to make it a five. And now I'm going to have to spend one of my wisdom. If I go before him, not only do I not spend wisdom, he's going to spend two wisdom if he wants to go there this turn. So like that, that's why when Dean said like that, going two times in a row can be really big. It can, because you could really have some of those powerful moves that could hose your other player. And it doesn't feel like, I mean, they're just making wise decisions, right? Right. Speaking of hoses, other players, Dean really hosed me in this game at the end. Remember that? Oh, I did because John, I I mean, he told me what he was doing, but also I, (laughs) I, I needed I, to do it anyway, I, but he, he go I, ahead. I didn't think that I could accomplish it. And I finally figured out and I was like, Hey, this is what I'm trying to do. It's not going to happen. Blah, 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 blah. And, uh, yeah, well it did. I did figure out how to do it, how to get two gold or another extra gold to have three to increase my temple again. And then it was Dean's turn. He's like, Oh, I'm just going to buy that color. I don't even, I don't need it, but I'll just take it from you. And it, it was a, it really, took you. It, it took you 10 to 15 minutes to figure out how to do that. And then it's, I did you it, in, like, it, like it a, in two seconds. Yeah. You squashed it like a bug and I'm like, dang it. And that was the game just winner. Like if I would have gotten that, I would have won because I didn't, he won. So good move, Dean. I actually, I still think you would have lost by, by one point. Really? Um, if I thought I, we if calculated it because it was 12. Yeah. But I didn't get any points from doing that, but I could have used that to get points to do from my else. gold. Yeah, okay. like I could have just straight up used that gold and or something else. I can't remember, but I think I still would have won by one. But as it was, I, I won by, I don't know, five maybe, something like that. Mm, I think it's a few more than that. It, okay. Anyway, it, all wasn't, right. it wasn't very much, but anyway. So this was really a pretty fun game. Uh, I didn't have super high expectations. I was interested in it. Uh, it feels very much like a not super heavy, but enough going on to lead to interesting decision dice worker placement game where timing really matters in tile laying, which I like a lot of things that I enjoy in games. Um, really solid eight out of 10 for me. Maybe even I could see it maybe even being a little higher than that. I, I thought Adam Kopinski did a great Euro style dice worker place. This is a fun little, this is a fun game. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there exactly with you. And it's, I, I don't even really have anything negative to say about this game. I guess if I really thought about some things, you didn't necessarily like those those dice in the middle and how when you take those, the value is kind of random or whatever. I didn't mind that as much. No, I didn't mind it. It was just like, it was like, okay, so one thing that could be negative, I don't mean, I'll just say it right there, is that if all of the worker placement spots get really high value and you're rolling like new citizens and they're low numbers and stuff, there can be a little lull in the game. If you, you if you don't plan out your dice right, you will be hosed, and you yep. might get frustrated as well. Um, so I just, so I could see that being frustrating for some people, but I think if you are playing with people who know how to who have played before, who plan ahead, it's not much of an issue. Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely would could be less of an issue the more and more you play for sure. But you still run the risk of of getting hosed in this game. 
I still, it, and so that could be a negative, but that, that's not my experience. So I'm, I'm with you. I'm at a, a really high eight right now. It's a borderline eight and a half. I'm going to keep it at an eight. I need more plays of this to, to see where it falls. Yeah. I'm not sure where this is going to fall. Like when I'm looking at the best of the year, but it's going to be close I, if be it's in the not top in 10. the 10. This will, okay. I think this will definitely easily, I think, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be in my top 10. My wife didn't like this one as much as I did. I thought she would really like it. We had a couple lull moments where we weren't planning our dice right, and I think she kind of got a little tired, like it went a little long. But my game with Dean was much shorter, and it's about an hour and a half, though. It's not just like a super, super quick game. Yeah, I think you can. You, we could have shaved off some time for sure, but I think it's it's one of those games you get points for a lot of different things, and there's a lot of different paths you can take, and yeah. so that it, there was a decent amount of AP at certain points in this game because of that. Yeah, but still, we both really like it. Eight from both of us, potentially a, a rising game from both of us that might change here, you know, in the next year or whatever. There but, you go. Uh, John, tell people how they can get in touch with us as we Our, close out ninety sixth episode. Yeah, origins, baby. Um. If you're enjoying what we're doing, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast or give us a quick rating. If you go to patreon.com slash you can support what we're doing. We're at Meepletown Games on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm reporting Game Geek Guild 34-7. Thanks for coming down to Meepletown. Okay, Dean. So, you know, last night I sent over a text to Dean and his uh, and our buddy Matt, and it is Professor DMX. So it's DMX and Professor X's chair and it says y'all gonna make me use my mind <laughs> that's that's one of the best memes you've sent i immediately sent that to y'all my sister gonna make me move use oops i was messed that up use my <laughs> mind up in here that's not why i'm talking about it though i'm talking about it because the response is well dean says haha matt responds i will second that aha then dean sends me a text that says i found a recipe for morocco for homemade dinner rolls. It called for fresh time, but mine was outdated. I used it anyway. You know, as I reminisce, I really like that old time Moroccan roll. That's a good one, isn't it? Did you like it's that? Not, it's not bad. And Matt responds, is it possible to roll your eyes so hard you can see your brain? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. I like this. <laughs>